money on your being punctual. <laughs> hey, Michael, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm, half of me is horrible and half of me is time of my lifetime here. Well, I am certainly hoping you're going to be feeling better soon. I try to be punctual because um, it's a big thing to respect other people's time to me because it's important and I, I never want to you know be disrespectful toward anybody else's time so oh, I know but you're, you're, I mean, some people have that tendency some people are like religious about it you're like one of those you're like like a religious about it you're not <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just I mean that's what it takes that be you know your personality and how you put your program together and stuff it's, you know Ah. Impressive. You're impressive. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for um, taking this conversation with me. I really, really appreciate it. Um, My pleasure. I would like to start with, can you tell me, first off, how did the day go um, when you had to show up at court? Can we start there and then we'll backtrack? Oh, well, actually, I, 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 um, I was late to court. I was very frustrated by it on my own, you know, frustrated with myself. Um, I have medical, you know, uh, health issues going on, so it was kind of almost almost not going to be able to make it at all. When I got there, I was late and it was locked. So I thought, oh, I'm done. And, and I went downstairs to try and find out how I could get to the judge to get in the room or whatnot. And um, there was this guy there strange guy I don't know what his deal was <laughs> walk around he knew everybody he said oh go down there and look and see what uh, I may have um, you may be able to get in later on or maybe they didn't call you or it'll tell you something so I went down to this end of the call and I, I said yeah yeah your case has been dismissed or it was uh, what do you call it I think it's dismissed right dismissed uh huh yeah and, and um, he looked it up for you he, you know, he told me where to go, and I went and looked it up, and this lady helped me look it up. And I said, oh, you're really kidding me. Said, but I couldn't get into the court. And, and, he, and, he, and he said, well, it's dismissed. And so I said, that means I won. And he said, yeah, I guess that's what it means. And the thing was, is that I, I said, so I, I, somewhere I have a document that I hadn't stamped in time from, me in, from the court show that I was there. I just didn't get into the actual courtroom. Because a little while later, he said, if you wait, it'll have, there'll be something that'll come out and you can only get it here. If you go online, it'll be later on today. If you wait right here. So I waited there and said, um, neither party showed up. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, it was dismissed. So it was, it was out <laughs> prejudice. Had I shown up, but I understand, it would have been with prejudice. Like it would have even been a better deal for me. Why do you think that? Uh, that's what I was told, but uh, that if one of us didn't show up, it was going to cancel it probably anyways, but if one of us didn't show up, whoever did would, would win with, by, with, what do they call it, uh, with prejudice. Or, so the judge was like, no, you, like he's adamant about it or whatever. And if both people don't show up and he was going to drop it, they just drop it without prejudice. Yeah, well, um, I think somebody may have given you some misinformation as it relates to prejudice um, being dismissed with prejudice and without prejudice. I'm actually going to be releasing a um, um, an episode about that. But basically, um, what it means is um, 
the the debt is the lawsuit is forever dead and the problem with that is um by law unless like the debt collector um if they dismiss it with prejudice they're admitting that they're not going to come back they typically will leave the door open um, and do it without prejudice un unless the statute of limitations has expired and that just you know it's a way for them to save face but um it sounds like they didn't show up either no they didn't it said right on there neither party showed up <laughs> That is hilarious. Yeah, I did show up. I just didn't put you in the courtroom. Just... <laughs> you do know I did an episode about me being locked out of the courtroom, right? <laughs> no. Yeah, you can catch it on the YouTube channel or you oh, can catch funny. it on the podcast. I, I totally, I was like, they locked me out of the courtroom. I called my friend and she was like on the phone call. Um, I'm like, okay, listen, I need you to listen for my name. I'm at the court. I'm trying to get in. They won't let me in. And there was this other guy and he was like, he was just uncooperative and unhelpful and they locked the door. I couldn't get, I was like, oh my God, I did so much work and I can't get in. So I completely feel your pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was what made me. I just went all around through and screamed to lose because I couldn't get in. I never had a court. I didn't really lock the door. I've been courtroom late, and it's like you just go in and yeah. you're, they're calling the names before you. And if they already called your name, the bailiff just quietly go up to the bailiff and say if they call my name, it's like no or yes, and you go from there. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was definitely unusual. Mine happened that way because it was COVID. So everything was locked down and you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. But I, I don't understand why they locked the courtroom for in your case. But whatever, it worked out. <laughs> I waited there a long time just hoping somebody was going to come out. You know, and it almost seemed like there was nobody in there. There probably wasn't. You never know. Sometimes um, they'll put on the um, website that um, it, they're only doing phone hearings. Oh. So, every, yeah, that happens sometimes. But they don't notify you. You just find out the way right. you and I find out. Right. <laughs> so, tell me about... Um, your experience. Oh, okay. Well, let me ask you this. Can Is it okay if we share how much your case was dismissed for? If you don't want to, you don't have to. That's fine. Um, yeah. I, I, Just approximately. I think it was like 20000 20000 That is a definite win. That's like, that's like somebody's whole salary. You know what I mean? So yeah. that That's amazing. So what do you think... Um, why do you think they didn't show up I think I think your 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 approach from my about um, you know bombarding them with what they do to you right it's like my lawyer can be if you're a lawyer so it's, it's really it's usually comes to, from my knowledge of business law anyway it's you know who's got the who can last the longest who's got the biggest bank account who has you know and so when you have a team of attorneys against just a person um you know, it's not very, not in your favor. Right. So I think, yeah, so I think that um, they didn't show up because um, I think your system worked. I, I can only assume. Yeah. I, I definitely, I'm confident that the system worked. And let's just be honest. You were your own lawyer. You were pro se or impro per. 
Yeah. Yeah, in fact, it's funny because when I when I, I never thought of it from this angle. I've done this before of my own case, but not for this type of law. I did it with uh, an accident that we, my wife and I were in. <clears throat> and I handled the whole thing and I got a good settlement. Um, I've, I've did it before with um, a contract. I was a contractor and this homeowner didn't pay me. So I've been to court, you know, before, and but never for something like this. And I, to me, it was like, yeah, I... I had debt. There's no two ways about it, but, uh, you know, it was a credit card. Yeah. Do you think As that I, the program helped you get through the process? Do I think the program helped what? Do you think the program helped you get through the process? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was... <laughs> actually, I was thinking about this. I was thinking, you know, probably not many people that have this kind of... have a debt like this, you know, are going to respond yeah. At all. Yeah. Let alone with you know everything in the, <laughs> everything in the kitchen sink thrown at him. And I also think you know I think there was something maybe maybe not. Um, I can't remember if I read this or not. But remember they this firm was coming to California. They're taking cases and they were they were not licensed yet to practice in California. Correct. But they were they, were, they had submitted and were under review. Correct. And I thought, how, you know, that was one of the things that we, we responded with. I, mean, last time, I don't remember the last time I was able to go and do business and go through a legal system and say, oh, that's okay. You haven't got your paperwork done. That's okay. We like you. Come on in. Well, I think in the course, that's one of the things I, um, I briefly touched upon. Um, I probably didn't go in depth about it because there's a bigger picture and... Um, as it relates to like dealing with the judge and dealing with them, that's going to be the least amount of focus because they, they're more, more or less trying to um, deflect. They want to get you focusing on the debt as, a, as opposed to who is actually suing and whether they have a right to sue. Right, right. It's like free money. It's like who, who, if you have the connections, you call up and you just take this number, file papers, and you get free money. Absolutely. That's why it's all seemed like to me. It's like, come on, man. Everybody's having a hard enough time struggling to get into California, you know, and everybody's leaving California that can't afford it. And these people can just come in and say, you yeah, know, we're going we're gonna to start a business there eventually until it becomes official. How about if we just start winning cases right now? Yeah. I, I think that. Maybe, you know, I don't know, I was thought that maybe I pointed that out in the uh, response. Maybe that is, maybe it did influence it. You know, judge. one of the things you called me, when you called me that day, <laughs> you said, you are so worth the money. <laughs> do you remember saying that to me? <laughs> I do. <laughs> it, 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 was, it, was, it was, yeah, I was going to say something when, when you, when this uh, interview or this response to you, because... It, yeah, I'll tell you, it was like paying money or paying money or paying money. And what's what I don't want to pay, it's like I owe the money. If I lose, then I end up paying more money. But it's just something about you and your approach. And, and actually, the way you got in touch with me, the way you marketed to me. Um, I have a friend who, he's, he's, he's a, his company he was uh, part of, and he sold it for pretty good money. He was this guy, and they created this system of um, giving, sending people an envelope with handwritten. Mm -hmm. These guys they created that that pro, that that approach, and people were like, "Oh, who's this handwritten? It's got to be something good." And they open it up, 
and it changed the game on the percentage of people that open up mail. Absolutely, I get right? I get so, responses from from that all of the time. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that those years ago they created it. so that that approach was you know it was made them to it. Now with your stuff, you um, I guess you must have gone to the court and you get records of cases that are coming up because you sent me a letter. I did. And it was just the timing was perfect. It was like I just got the letter. It was almost like it was the same day or something. I got the letter of, hey, you're going to court. We're going to win. We're, this is our, we're the attorneys. We're going to beat you. And there's this letter saying, don't, don't tell them they're going to beat you. Don't don't react too soon. Let's talk first. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, it was, it very, it, like I said, that approach was part of it. The way that you, you advertised or, or marketed to me was part of my the reason I even, you know, contacted you. Well, you know, that's a big deal because um, if I can get people that are being sued by debt collectors, if I can get you to talk to me, then we can talk through the process and, you know, let me do an evaluation so that we can create a strategy and we know exactly what phase of the lawsuit you're in. If you're down to the last day, you know, we have to figure out how to get you an extension. We got you an extension, as a matter of fact. And they yeah. gave you a really good extension, and they then more than right, and and result, you beat them in court. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, I know. I actually started. I felt a little bit of a like a, I believed in it. You, I had to. I mean, I spent the money and ready to go. And but that was the first like little indication of you know what she's she's on to something. <laughs> yeah, she's looks like she may be right here. I mean, the, for them to give me more than I asked. It was it, what, it, what it made me feel like was a response because I've been in business for a long time and I've I always catch all I've worked out with attorneys a lot of attorneys over the years and I usually catch every attorney I've ever had something they did in the contract they missed they didn't say right or the spirit wasn't correct you know it didn't didn't flow and I point stuff out and give back to them and they go you're right <laughs> yeah so I mean I, I know I know how I know a little bit about law and just to have that response it was like I got felt like I was getting responded to like an attorney yeah yeah absolutely that was that was one of the things in the beginning that made me just uh, made, me, made me feel comfortable about what you were what you were doing well good for me good. so I wanted to tell you that yeah I appreciate that because um, the way things the way business is done today there really is no brick and mortar people aren't you know you're not going to somebody's office not typically anymore a lot of things are done online and um i do have to prove myself so like conversations like this that i can share what this does is it helps to build credibility for other people to know that you know i'm not out here scamming people i really can help i've been through it i've had success you've been through it have success i have other clients that have been through it and have success and my process works and we come from a different place because we're self-represented you know i did right, right. I, I did one episode and um where I had a client and he listened to all these attorneys and um, at the end of the month he's kind of hanging in the balance to see what happens um, I'm prayerful that he's going to win um, or they're going to dismiss the case but I also am leery that they are going to refile because there were so many mistakes that were made um, he hired an attorney that they served and the attorney never responded 
So he, the attorney, oh, I know, right? The attorney misled the client into thinking, oh yeah, I can get a settlement for you. What she does doesn't work. And I know it works. You know it works. So yeah. things are hanging in the balance for him at the end of the month. Um, I'm prayerful that he wins. And then I'm, I'm going to kind of reach out to him and say, hey, okay, now let me give you a heads up on what you need to do to follow through on. Because there were so many mistakes made on your case, you still could be at risk. But let me help. You know, he's he already paid for the course. All he has to do is finish it, you know. All right. Um, well, that was one of the things that I was worried about. I'll be honest with you. I did not do 100% of what you told me to do. I know. You were my problem child. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I, was, I was concerned because it's one of those things that then becomes, you know, uh, subjective as opposed to objective on whether I won or lost because I didn't you know if I did everything like you told me it'd be okay I didn't win and I did everything you told me <laughs> versus <laughs> having, having it hanging over my head I knew felt guilty about it you know and worried because well if you lose you know you didn't do everything you're supposed to she told you to do so well you're losing twice <laughs> <laughs> yes I, I was I was I was pushing you I was like okay you gotta do this but you did enough of it to make them walk away yeah you know what I mean you did and I understand that the course it's really detailed it's really comprehensive but it really does work and oh. I needed you to get through enough of it so you understood the messaging and that you knew how to defend yourself even though you didn't do everything you were supposed to do. It was funny. You would say, oh, well, you know what you should do? You should put an example of this in here, you know, and that would be really helpful. And I, what did I tell you? It's in there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that was a, uh, that was a, your boss said you, you, you didn't. You, you. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about you. I was going to tell you this, that, you know, the new AI technology is out right now, right? The uh -huh. whole... Chat GPT? Yeah. I, I, I were you. I would say play around with because it's it's they're laying it out for free because they're building their they're building every time somebody does anything with an AI system it learns it mm -hmm. and it applies it to the future. I would have it run analysis on the cases that you deal with, right? Mm -hmm. And everyone that that's, that you've had and what the result was, and have it come up with templates that are more even more specific. I will um, do it. I actually work with ChatGPT. Um, it's helped me um, quite a bit. I've only It's only been maybe like a month or two. Um, I don't even think it's been a good two months. But I have been working with ChatGPT, and it's helping me with some of my other functionality. Once I get um, to the place where I have extra time to do stuff like that, <laughs> I will definitely do that. But right now, um, ChatGPT is helping me with my show notes. Um, it's helping me um, pull my ebook together. But the thing about how to use ChatGPT, the AI, is, the, in my opinion, the best way to use it is when you're a subject matter expert and you have it, you know, build on your knowledge. Because what, right, it, right. what it does is it extracts everything that's out there. And if you right. don't know what you're talking about, it can give you some misinformation and you don't know the difference. So I use it to enhance my expertise, and yeah, actually, that's what I was, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. You, you, you leverage it because, like me asking you for help, 
and you helping me, we, you know, we, we have some conversations and, and that kind of stuff would be, um, if it was, uh, you know, like you can do a video response where we're looking, we're looking to it right now as our the company I started where we, um, we have a thing called Potbot. Potbot's an animated character that yeah. you know, helps guide you through things as you ask some questions. Sure, sure. So yeah. tell me, do you think um, the course is well worth the money? I absolutely do. Yeah, I do you think the, the cost of the um, course is fair? I actually do. In fact, I think the, co- the cost of the course is fair. I think that it was... Um, could it actually cost more when it comes to sp- um, spending I, I spending time with you on, on the phone? I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit and tell you, you should charge more to me, but in the future, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I what you're really saying speak, is I that I should be charging more because of um, the, the kind of access that people have to me. It's, it's like, it's, I think it could be um, uh, levels or whatever. Um, yeah. You, you know, here's what you get. It's not you're not. You're, it's not and you're not have that feeling of like up, upsell. Like, oh, here we go. You know, it's like you get buy software. It says you can have it free for thirty days, and you find out three for thirty days only using ten percent of its capability. Right. Well, why, why? Why not just give me a hundred percent? Right. And every time we go to do something, it says, hey, remember this is a free copy. If you do this, you can. You know, that kind of stuff just drives me up a wall. I think that um, you're the opposite of that. You're. I think you could be able to. As long as you, it weren't, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like nickel and dime. It's like, well, your percentage goes up if you spend more money that you're gonna win. It should be the core is what it does. But it's not about what you need to do more or less. It's about understanding what you need to do. That's the advice you're giving. Yeah, abso- absolutely. Yeah. So if you were to tell someone um, that's been sued by the debt collector and they were. Um, wanting to work with me what would be a best pra- practice or the greatest recommendation you would make to them um i love smes subject matter experts mm-hmm. I always have my career has been based on leveraging subject matter experts okay. i've become one myself in, in certain things sure I was, I was appointed to a board of underwriters laboratories and I didn't even have a degree in, in engineering. They told me it was just because I knew my stuff. I was smart. So I, I appreciate that. I think that I would tell people, and I have told people, um, although it's not something people come to me, hey man, how's it going? For, you know, what's going on with you? Oh, well, I, I defaulted in debt. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Right? No, you know, it's, it's not something that's not like people normally going to tell you what's going on unless. Right. But I, I would I would recommend you, and I would say that you are I've, you're very unique. I've never seen a program or dealt with anybody that has what you have, and I can tell you firsthand it works. Who beats who who wins a twenty thousand dollar credit card debt default? I did. Yeah. How using your system? Yeah. So that's what I would tell them. You would tell them to definitely use the system. Yeah, I would tell them that it's it's it's. I, I highly recommend I highly recommend you because of your subject matter expertise and because of the results that I had and because of how little uh, is out there to help you win. 
or defend yourself against something like that. There's nothing out there like like your approach. There's things you, know, you can try this, you can try that. You're like, let's go it. Let's, this is war. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's get the arsenal together. Let's get thing. Let's do a frontal assault. Yeah. That was what was unique about you too. It wasn't like well, very passive. No, it was very like a, a military terms frontal assault. Yeah. Well, you know what? I feel like we are being assaulted. These debt buyers, they don't have any skin in the game, and they're coming for consumers full well knowing that um, they win 9 out of 10 cases because consumers don't respond. I had a consultation today. I sent her a letter August of 22, and they're garnishing her wages this Friday. It's now June. Oh, darn. Sorry. Okay. Um, they're garnishing her wages um, this Friday, which is uh, July, right? Yep. Uh, July of 23. So a year later, she's asking for help. She received my letter too. I, I get you before you get to that point. Now, now they're going to take your money and they're going to take 25% from her. Oh, yeah, they don't mess around. That's cars. a lot. That's unfair. It's so humiliating. Oh, that's the thing. It's like people don't understand. If they have up against having your company be called, say, yeah, a guy, this person that works for you, they're, they're, they're defaulting their debt, and we're going to take them. We've won in court because this is how wrong they are. And the court's allowing us to take money out of their paycheck. Yeah. It's humiliating. Yeah. It is I've seen people go through it. I know, I've not had that happen to myself, but I've seen people go through it where uh, I'm just like, wow, it's going to be just humiliating. Well, <laughs> and I can't you know, help her now. You, she can't go through my court. I mean, you can. You'll get a bunch of knowledge. But I and I told her, I said, I wish you would have responded to the letter because I could have helped you completely prevent getting a default judgment and you might have had your case dismissed because the people that are suing you don't have a right to collect from you. Oh, one of those debt, they bought a debt from another debt collector? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But, well. you know, for me, I can, you know, I can send a jet ski, I can send a, a airplane, I can send a yacht, I can send a life preserver. But at the end of the day, if people don't grab a hold, hey, they're gonna drown. They're gonna it's drown. Not your fault. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Um, yeah. Well, you know, this is a really, really great conversation, and I'm so proud that um, you made it through. You you got through enough of it. You got the point. And you, you, you know, you avoided the judgment and then, um, you, you made them run. <laughs> That's what happened. You made them run. Yeah, actually, I first started with the, the, um, extension, filing for extension and the way they responded. Yeah. They respond, and I, like I said, having experience with law, illegal, um, situations in business, but still there's a way returns respond to attorneys versus attorneys respond to somebody who's the, um, you know, the defendant. They're like, it's a difference like, hi, how are you? I have respect for you versus, hey, I don't really have any respect for you. Let's get that straight. Whatever you're going to ask, I'm probably going to say no, but what do you want? Right. <laughs> that's the attitude. And it wasn't like that. That's why, that's why I try to teach our, our community to speak, you know, with authority because that's what, where the respect comes from. 
um, oh, this person knows a little bit of the law. And so they're going to line up better than they would for somebody that goes in and just, you know, wants to tell their story of what happened. Nobody cares what happens. And all you're doing is unintentionally admitting to something that you may not even understand what they're claiming. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I, it's, I think of it also in medical terms. I have, I've been in the hospital a few times in the last year and you gotta have an advocate. So my wife is a, um, is a nurse. She's, she's, she's been, now she's in, in education now. She's, uh, she's had her master's for many years. She's, got her, she's actually going for a doctorate right now. Okay. But her experience is like, you need to have an advocate. Mm-hmm. Either was an advocate. Things that happened to me in the hospital was, I could have died yeah. from them. I was prescribed from a doctor on my way out of the hospital, something that for four, four times a day. The pharmacy said, it says four times a day, but we we recommend you for adamant do not take more than two times a day. Oh wow! Well, if I take four times a day, it basically would kill me. Mm. And I went back to that doctor and said, "You prescribed this." And he said, "Oh, well, the pharmacy should pick up on that." What? And I, <laughs> the number one preventative cause of death in America and the hospitals today is exactly what happened to me. Mm. Number one cause of death, preventable death. Wow! And the cavalier attitude was. And, and, and that was and that was me as an advocate. There's things that happened to, to me that while I was there. So that's what it is. It's like you're an advocate in, in the court system. Like a nurse is an advocate. Yeah. And when you're in the hospital, and he was out it, telling you, I don't care how smart you are, or how you know how you know yeah good you are at doing dealing with things, they'll get you. Yeah, they'll get you. And this is the, this is their job. This is this is their business. This is what they do, and. You know, I slay debt collectors' lawsuits on a regular. I slay debt collector attorneys on a oh, regular. I just love that. I got this character. I just, I just, there's you. You're, you're the freaking debt collector, debt, debt collector slayer. Yeah, yeah. I did an episode oh, on it. I love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going to get some T-shirts and hats made, and so I'll let you know when they're ready. <laughs> yeah. A DC Slayer. Well, guess what, Slayer yourself. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I have. A, you're a great advocate, a great coach, and, and your program works. Thank you so much. Hey, listen, let's make sure that we um, do coffee or lunch or something. Um, this has been a great, great conversation. I appreciate your time, and I know that you're, you've been a little bit under the weather, so um, I don't want to hold you hostage. Stage. <laughs> oh no, no worries. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, real quick, did you know that I'm a songwriter? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm, I'm recording an album right now. Did you know I sing? No, I didn't know that. I did. What's it gonna be? Cause I can pretend. Okay, that's enough. Nice sombrero. <laughs> that's <Very> enough. Nice. <laughs> I'm out of practice. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. (laughs) Just stay warm when she's away. (laughs) You're great. I love you. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. (laughs) She's always gone too long. Yeah, anyways, I have a... So, if you promise not to share it with me, because it's not complete. It may change completely, but I actually have something producing me. Okay. I have the first draft of my first single. Ah. That I was like, I thought it was kind of like a 
warm and fuzzy song that was I wrote it a long time ago. And, and real quick, let me say, so I was at this park one time years ago, and I was there's this guy sitting there, an older guy, and he's looking at these ducks, the kids in the park, and I just had this feeling like he had been married to the same woman for like years and years, and she died. Oh. She's alone now. And so that was how I got the first line of the song. And then the second line is, it was how I feel about people that are sincere and caring. And then, the, and then so that's the song about it. It's called When I Play. When so I I'll send it to you if you promise not to let share it with anybody. I won't share it with you anyone. Can, you can play it with somebody maybe, but, you know, for a close friend or whatever, but you can't, you got to promise you can't. It's I won't share already. it with a, with a soul. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a link right now, and check it out. I will. I'll check it out. You may be pleasantly surprised. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and it's, it's not, the genre is I have I have a I do a bunch of stuff: blues, jazz, ballads, rock. I even have a couple a country a country song. Okay, that's pretty so, good. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, and, and see what you think about it. I'd love to hear what you think about it. All right, that sounds good. All right, I'll send it right now. Okay? Yes, sir. All right, Carrie. All right, good talking to you. You get well soon. Tell your wife I said hello. Okay, I will. All right, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye.